0: sorry i got distracted squirrel i'm sorry and there's a car welcome to episode number 37 of rsvp the podcast about stationery and so much more i'm your host les and my co-hosts tonight are Dee and lenore this episode we're talking about planners but first let's talk about what we're drinking d what's your medium and what's your poison Um, I am consuming a Starbucks blonde
1: flat white with two raw sugars. That's important. Um, And I am writing with a Swiss wood that does not smell like brown sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What does it smell like, Dee? To me, it smells like rawhide dipped in soy sauce. Ew, that's just me. That's
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) gag-worthy.
1: Yeah. Um, And I'm writing on a pen and gear pink legal pad, and this combination is horrific. Don't do it. I might even switch pencils. (laughs) Because the the Swiss wood feels like I'm writing with a crayon on the the legal pad, and it also catches on the legal pad and rips through the paper.
0: Yeah, that sounds awful.
1: So, I don't know. Um, I've been working a lot, so I haven't done anything um, but work, and... Recently, I started working with watercolors, which has been fun. Hmm. I want to paint all the things. I find it's really (laughs) forgiving medium. I'm not an artist. And until recently, I was kind of caught up in the idea that you had to art a certain way. Hmm. Um, And I've been having a really hard time with it. Like, you know, because it's been suggested to me in my own therapy, like, do art things create things. You'll, you know, it'll help. (laughs) You're arting wrong. Right. It, It doesn't help that my therapist has an undergraduate degree in fine art. Um, but I just push through and watercolor. I've been I'm hooked. Like after I get off this recording, I I want to go buy some new watercolors. Like, I'm ready.
0: Do you want some suggestions? Yes. Do you have? I have. Do you have a do you have a Michaels near you? I do. Okay. Do you have you downloaded their app and are you using their coupons? Yes, that fifty
1: percent off lovely coupon.
0: Yeah. Um. So there is a brand called. Jane Davenport. Okay, right Excuse the name. <laughs> um, okay, and then also like when you get down into the, like her section is with the scrapbooking stuff.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And there's usually a little either an end cap or a little doodad thing with all of her crap in it on the shelf. Okay. Okay. And. She has three different sets of watercolors in a travel tin. Mm -hmm. And they're priced somewhere around, like, 30 bucks or so. Mm -hmm. But with a coupon, they're actually a really, really good deal. Yeah. So you get a metal travel tin with the little thumb things that you can hold on to. And then within each set, there are 12 pans of watercolors, I think. And... So they're convenience colors, but um, the if you can find the neutrals,
2: mm-hmm. they're
0: very blendable. And okay. they, the tins come in a couple of different colors. Like, I have a gold version. There's a pale teal. And I don't remember what the neutrals is, but I have two of the sets. And as much as I have feelings surrounding the creator um the watercolors are fabulous and we can talk about my feelings around the cr- creator and
2: <laughs> the advertising
0: surrounding that Off, yeah the podcast yeah because <laughs> there are thoughts
1: yeah i um, heard the capital t there
0: <laughs>
1: yeah no that's good to know because i actually got an email from michaels with a coupon 50 percent off so
0: is that for today
1: um no it was a couple days ago so it's probably not active but they have a coupon
0: every day they do i'm actually gonna i'm gonna have to check out michael's because i've been wanting that neutrals tin um because i have her brights and then earth so okay um I, I want the. i'm a completionist when it comes to watercolors also a little mm-hmm. obsessed but i'll stop hijacking your time what else no
1: really quick i have a question for you because remember okay. around christmas time even though christmas is a farce um <laughs> <laughs> we um um I gave you those
0: Sakura Koi. Yeah. yeah. How how are those? Uh, well the Sakura Koi in general, they pick up really easily, they have nice bright colors. They don't mix as well as other brands, but if you're using those convenience colors, they're really nice for that. Okay. Good to know.
1: But no, I have a I have a plan now when I go there. Um I'm excited. But no, that's all I've been doing, because like I said, work has consumed my life, and mm. that's it. Okay. So, Lenore, what about you?
2: I forgot. Where are we? What you drinking? Oh, yeah, drinking. Um, yeah, p- Apparently not enough. I am having some Tazo sweet cinnamon spice, which I, I know I've said before is my favorite, but I just, I like the way it smells. I find it very comforting. I don't have to put sugar in it to drink it, and... um. It's just, it's just lovely. I really like it. And I'm sitting here actually playing with four years of vintage, no, four vintages, I guess, of Noricas. You remember the, uh, you know, the, the like legendary status of the 2014, um, (laughs) black Noricas from Staples? Yeah. So I actually have in front of me here, a 12, a 2012, a 2014, a 2015, and a 2016 edition of those. And I've just been sort of playing with them. And the 2014 is definitely, um, softer than the others. But I actually, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I might like the other years better because they are still quite nice and black and, you know, good to write with. But the line is definitely a little bit, uh, They're gonna, I can feel the better point retention. So it's interesting. I'm just messing around with them here while I'm, um, making my notes for the podcast. So. Oh, and, uh, we, uh, we've been checking out Modern Family from the Library DVDs (laughs) a season at a time, (laughs) which has been really fun. So that's something that we can actually watch. Like my husband likes it and I can watch it with my daughter. So that's the consumption of media right now, which is a little sad because I'm, I still haven't gotten to finish the season two of Blue Cage. I'm just completely stalled on it because I've had no time to watch. So that's me. How about you, Les?
0: Well, I've uh, I picked up on clearance at Walgreens, a bunch of different uh, pens. They were super cheap, um, but I, <laughs> um so anyway i picked up a bunch of stuff on clearance at my local walgreens and they had the pilot Frixion color sticks now i've never tried the friction frixian uh pens in my life so i was like well i'll try them and if they suck they suck it's you know 60 cents who cares and i freaking love these things like, they are everything I've ever wanted in an erasable pen. The, I, the colors are sort of muted in these color sticks. And I have to admit, they feel super cheap, but I kind of love them. Um, I've been drinking some coffee from Honduras called El Limón. I roasted it yesterday, and then I've got a big glass of water. Um, for work, so... One of the things that comes up at my day job all the time is habits and how do you change your bad habits? So Mm. I went to my library's, um, what is it? Overcast. I need to download Libby and use that. Um, but, so I downloaded a bunch of their books on habits and oh my God, you guys, there is so many trash fires when it comes into info about habits so much bad science <laughs> so, like, so bad like you tell um, well I don't want to go into it too much but like one of the because I don't want to talk about the book in particular because I don't want anyone to read it um, oh, okay. so this one book that I've been reading um, I mentioned it if you anyway um <laughs> He uses AA as to support his theory. And, mm. and a, he uses it to support his theory in a positive manner.
2: <laughs>
0: so, his first edition came out in 2012. His second edition came out in 2014. There was already negative research out there about AA at that time. And that just tells me that he hasn't been doing he didn't do any research or he ignored this, the research that said aa is not as effective as we'd like to pretend it is um so anyway he ignored the research saying that it was bad so he could support his argument and basically talked about how great aa is which just made me want to throw the book and if it wasn't on my kindle i probably would have but i definitely (laughs) i definitely did not finish that so yeah but then there's like a lot of other books out there with a lot of bad science Mm
2: -hmm.
0: about habits and it's really frustrating because like a lot of it you could just boil it down to like really classic cbt if you want to get started in changing your habits like Figure out what your trigger is for your bad habit. When you have that trigger, replace the habit with a new behavior or start replacing it. And then hope for different results. But uh anyway, I don't want to go into too much of that. Anyway, Dee, what's exciting?
1: Um, well, after working so much last week, I have the next couple days off. So... I am planning on cleaning and reorganizing my office because right now if you saw it, um, you'd be embarrassed for me. Um, I cleaned I, my... I
2: just live like that.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I cleaned my bedroom because what happens is uh, my nightstand and my side of the bedroom is starts off clean and then I'll bring something in there to read or look at. And it just stays on the floor next to my bed until it gets obnoxious. So I just, I cleaned my bedroom, but then just dumped everything in the office. So there's piles of books, there's piles of pencils, there's piles of other accoutrements. So I'm just going to do a teardown and just reorganize, get rid of books that I don't need. um, And pretty much maybe even rearrange my office. I don't know. Um, And then I need to catch up with my blog, the weekly pencil. I have a bunch of things that I reviewed and I've been using but I just really haven't had that chance to sit down and type everything out. So expect reviews in the next coming days. It'll be nice not to see Baron Fig on my blog for once. I kind of feel bad sometimes. um, Cause I'm not a Baron Fig blog. Some rando actually messaged me and said that, or made a comment on my blog about that.
0: What really?
1: Well, they contacted me through like the contact me and they said like, I like reading your blog, but it seems over the past couple months, all you talk about is Baron Fig. They keep coming out with good stuff. They're not wrong, but I mean, still. Speaking of which, what's exciting, uh, I'm getting a Baron Fig product to review this week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I got really excited, Les, I'm sure you got the email too, about the Wallet. Are you there, Les?
0: I Left. did. Hey, sorry, I had my microphone off. Oh. Um, I did, and I, I passed on it because the card case that I have is perfect for me, and I don't want to yeah. change. I, <laughs> um, I I kind of wanted to review it, but well, I was like, this works so well.
1: My, um, my issue, I, I didn't get the card holder thing. I'm mm-hmm. bummed that I didn't. I mean, I could buy it, but still. Anyway, um... I was using their, um, larger form wallety notebook holder as a wallet for a while, but it was just too big. Um, so I want to try out this wallet. I actually been using a wallet from Galen leather. They sent me one and I really, really like it, but I don't know. I just like trying new things. Um, so I have that coming. Maybe I'll do like a battle of the wallets on my blog since I have Ooh, two. Yes, right. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, a wallet—at least for me and you, Les, and you, Lenore. But I assume Lenore, you have like a lady wallet.
2: Uh, I I just carry stuff in my bag, so I don't. It doesn't matter so, whether it fits in my oh, piano. like
1: like for example, my wife has a checkbook-sized wallet with like you know yeah. Seventeen slots for cards and coupons and chains I w-
2: we would need a whole separate like right. conversation about my wallet arrangement. It's <laughs> just um, not that interesting.
1: So no, oh. I mean it is kind of stationary adjacent in a way. I mean it's in that lifestyle category. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on
0: a roll today. Oh, um, well,
1: you went But there. no, so so I got that coming. So that's exciting. I'm excited to get it. Um, and I got the charcoal. Because the yellow leather, while I love yellow, it wore down a little bit. And, like, it's not ugly, but it didn't wear in as much as I liked it to. And it was kind of weird. So charcoal is what I'm going for this time.
0: Yeah, the uh, the yellow on mine. So I bought, I bought a new pair of jeans. And mm-hmm. they're very, very dark. So they're, like, so blue, so indigo that mm-hmm. they're almost black. So I, you know, I carry my Baron Fig card case with me everywhere, and the yellow is kind of greenish on the corners now. Okay. From from the indigo dye in the yeah jeans. Yeah, so I
1: don't know. I love yellow, but it can't stay bright. Obviously, so. But that's it for me for excitingness. Um, Lenore, what's what? What are you excited about?
2: Well, we're having this conversation. I'm actually kind of excited about hearing. Um, about y'all's setups and everything. So actually, recording this episode is exciting, but I'm also looking forward. I hate to be the Baron Fig person again, but I'm looking forward to getting their 16 week planner that they just, you know, the, the set of four, um, Vanguard flagship size, um, yeah.
0: I'm, planners.
2: Cause that's, I think that's going to be a good fit for me and I hope that they'll continue to have it.
1: Yeah. I'm being like, weirdly precise and i'm not going to start using them until the first day of fall so i can stick with let <laughs> <seasonal theme.
2: laughs> But see for me it's going to be semesters so yeah that's smart i'll that's start really smart. using them like the week before a semester starts
1: yeah so
2: and i'd, I'd probably i don't know i guess really what i need is the year broken into three pieces instead of four yes so i don't know what i'm going to do about that but yeah that's my thing.
0: Okay. Less, Yeah. Um, so, I'm really excited about my erasable 100th episode limited edition confidant. Did you guys get those? Oh,
2: it's so pretty. Did you get them? I, I did. did
0: yeah.
1: I did not, only because it came at a time when I had negative dollars. Ah,
0: uh,
1: bummer. But now, I have tons of dollars. So... <laughs> um. But no, I did not get it, which is a bummer because yellow is my favorite color.
0: Um, yeah, and it's not it's, that great. <laughs> oh, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so yeah, they they did this glossy red foil instead of like making it metallic. It's just like a really slick. I talked with um or chatted, I guess, didn't really talk to chatted with uh, Andy about it on Twitter and how like they came to the decision they were going to do foil and then they decided against the foil. Um, but anyway, I, it's just perfect. Um, like I love the look of that glossy red against the rough texture of the confident cover. Uh, the dateless confidant. I'm not going to talk about it now because we're going to talk about it during the main topic, um, which are you guys ready? Wanna move moving, slide yeah. on into that main topic? Let's do it. Oh, I'm ready. Alright. So today we're talking about planners. And I don't know about you guys, but this is planner season. Like it's back mm-hmm. to school. They have planners that start now, but people are like out there and they're shopping for their planner for next year. They're picking they're picking them out. They're picking up calendars. All that stuff is on sale starting now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but right up, like my one of my favorite stationary items is the planner. Just I have to agree; it's in my top three. Yeah, it's up there. Like I love, I love a good planner.
2: Um, I wouldn't yuck anybody's yum, but I'm just sort of watching in bemusement that that would be somebody's favorite thing.
0: Really? (laughs) Uh, Do you guys remember the first planner that you that you owned? What sticks in your mind as your first planner?
1: Oh, I know. I have fond memories of it, actually. Um, it was a Franklin Covey planner, like, <laughs> like the small three ring kind of it's... one. And um, I remember feeling so grown up. I think I was probably in like middle school and my mom really didn't want me to get it because it was a lot of money. I mean, for a kid to have a planner like that. But I convinced her that it was to, for my homework assignments and I was playing sports and like it would keep me organized. And I just, I don't know, I felt so excited because like there were all different options. Like I remember filling out the contact, like the telephone list with all my friends and I just felt so together. Um, and each page kind of had, it had like a, like an outdoorsy theme to the pages and it had like an inspirational quote. It was just like this perfect little thing for, for 13 year old me to feel grown up. Um, so yeah, I used it just for a year though. So I don't know if that was a good worthwhile purchase.
0: <laughs> You're supposed <laughs> to like stick with them forever. Right. Cause it's <clears throat> refillable.
2: But yeah. You know.
0: What about you, Lenore?
2: When I was in college, I think I used those desk pad things, you know, the like one month calendar Yeah. on the desk pad.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, maybe the last couple of years of college. And then in grad school, I went, so I graduated from college in 92 and went to grad school. And the, um, and I remember that for the first couple years of grad school, I was also using those, which, you know, I would not have kept or didn't keep. I don't know how long I kept them, but I, you know, certainly don't still have them now. But what I have as a, as kind of more a traditional planner as something you would carry around is a little... Um, this is 1995, and it's from the ACS, American Chemical Society, national meeting in August of 1994, and it's a little bitty, um, week at a glance, pocket pal calendar, and it's pretty full. Like, I actually kept up with it. I've got a lot of stuff written in here, and, um... You know, that was kind of the first thing I kept up with fairly consistently. But of course, there's like there's there's weeks with nothing written. There's, you know, like places where there's several weeks at a time with nothing written, where I just kind of got away from it and then didn't get back. But I used those for a long time, those little week at a week at a glance things. And then I tried a couple of other things and it just never stuck. So now I'm back to the week at a glance deal. It's got to be small or I won't have it with me. And it's got to be cheap enough that I don't care if I get away from it for a couple of weeks and forget to write in it because I'm not obsessed with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the first one I remember owning, I think it's something similar to what you have planner that I remember owning my grandmother. So you guys remember like you used to go to the you used to go to the physical bank. And the oh, bank yes. Yeah, the bank would give out these little planners. Oh yeah. A little vinyl cover with a crappy little stapled together. And basically like word notebooks, you get the standard memorandum. Right. It's essentially that. And except that it was like one week on a on a spread of pages. So my grandmother would go and she would pick up like a handful of these, not, not, not just like enough for her, but like enough that she could be like, Oh, Hey, I picked these up at the bank. You should have one and you should have one and you should have one. She'd like give one to all of her grandkids. And it's like, I remember like the first time she gave me, I think I was like nine or 10, but I didn't use a planner back then. I didn't need one. I was nine. Um But she knew that I liked stationery, So she gave it to me. And I think the first time I actually used one of those, I was in high school, and it was one of those things where I would, like, throw it in my book bag, because I, I was super cool in the 90s, and I had, like, this oversized Jansport messenger bag, and I or thought I was super cool. It felt super cool. And so I, you know, I threw it in my messenger bag, and every now and then I would write something in there, like, oh, I've got this thing planned, I've got this class, like, this is going to be due on this day. And it lived in the bottom of my bag and just turned to like paper folded grunge that, and I never looked at it. But that was the first planner that I, (laughs) I remember having because I, and I just didn't need it. My, my schedule in high school was relatively consistent. Like I had. Uh, oh God, I'm, this is going to make me sound like such a nerd. I had literary magazine on Thursday afternoons and I had national honor society on whatever day of the Wednesday nights, I think. And every night of the week during the season, I had softball practice and I had games on particular days and basically like those things like game dates, that was just a print off that went on the refrigerator. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't use a planner. But the first planner I remember using outside of school was a far side, week at a glance, with a cart- cartoon on one page and then the week on the next page. And I used to use that for my day job. And that was actually like, I, I used it pretty consistently. It just lived on my desk at school. I think I still have it down like cuz I keep all of my planners <laughs> because I'm a dork. Um I not the one from high school. That those those little cheapy like pocket-sized miniature standard memorandum size garbage things those got thrown out at the end of the school year because they were they were mush. But um yeah, so like I that and that was a relatively large. I think that was like an A5 A6 size. It was like a 6x9. With a spiral, bi- spiral binding. Um, but what about, like, Lenore, you just said that you prefer, like, a tiny pocket size planner, right?
2: Um, not tiny. Um, this one is, uh, well, you know, it's kind of the standard week at a glance size. Mm-hmm. We've got to pull out the roller and look here. But um, yeah, so it's like three and a half by six inches in its yeah. little plastic case yeah that's the
0: standard um, memorandum size
2: no 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 the standard memorandum is tiny do you not have that
0: no i don't have one.
2: Oh no they're tiny they're like um i don't have one with me right now because i didn't get one this year uh for me but i think they're maybe like two by four inches oh, really yeah Why it's really they were small no no oh. it's it's like you're talking about the one from word right yeah no no it's a tiny little thing
0: so, so, you, you want you the you can like, only the next really size write up.
2: bare notes in it.
0: Oh. So, you like the, the next size up? Like, like, actually, like what you're describing is the cheap, crappy one that my grandmother used to buy us. Like
2: yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's essentially just a, a in the neighborhood of cell phone sized. Yeah. And I've got a stack of these um, from my desk drawer 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, and then weirdly, an, a 2001, 2002. Monthly, oh, this is month on a page. That's why, because it's a month at a time. Hmm. So that one's a two year, and then another 2003, another week at a glance one that doesn't have much written in it. Actually, it's got so little written in it, I should figure out what's the next month that matches 2003's calendar and just use it. Because the one I'm using right now, because uh, I had a gap in there when I wasn't buying planners and just was tr- like trying to do stuff on my Palm Pilot and then on my phone. And, um, yeah. Are you laughing at my Palm Pilot? <laughs> Maybe a little. A, a little bit. That's okay. Um, the one I have now is actually a 2007 calendar that I bought when I was on my honeymoon in Rome in 2006. But 2007 and 2018 have the same calendar. And I never used it in 2007. So hmm. so I'm using it now.
0: <laughs> what about you, D? What size do you like?
1: Um, when I was younger, I like to use a larger planner just cause I guess younger me hadn't developed the planner skills that I have now. Um, but like now the, um, Baron fig 16 week planner size, those are perfect for me because what I've started doing is, uh, color coding a lot of stuff. So it cuts down on the space that I need. So for example, like highlighter wise, you know, if it's work, I highlight green and then I just put a time. So I'm not writing like work, you know, and it seems very small and insignificant, but it cuts down on a lot of the space um, that I need to like fill things in. It's It's not like days of old where I had to write like homework assignment, page 72 to 80, you know, like So I like the smaller size because it's more likely that I'm going to use it and keep up with it because I can carry it with me in an easier fashion. Because as we all know by now, I start off something and I don't finish it or I lose track of it or I just get disinterested. Um, So yeah, so this color coding system kind of works for me. Um, And actually, I tend to use my planners almost – more than just appointments um i also track like like mood or or stuff like that so having that pocket size is easy so at the end of the day or even midday i can just make a little mark of kind of how i'm feeling like i'm trying to really parse down the amount of information that i write out so so yeah so right now pocket pocket is good for me
0: yeah i i kind of like well for work i like the confidant size like so i'll talk about the dateless confidant now i have used the 2018 dated confidant for work uh-huh. for the, since january 1st okay. and it is almost perfect i think if they did a dot grid within the little windows for the days it would be absolutely perfect i'd be able no. to write the times in there and then it would be perfect for me Are you using that to write
1: down like, um, client appointments and stuff like that?
0: Yep. So part of also what I have to do is I have to keep track of when I run groups in the partial program. So Uh. I also in there write down the time of the group plus the, um, title of the group. So kind of like what I, what I call the group, like the road to recovery, the, um, education for bipolar etc so on so forth like so that yeah. gets written in there for the date and time and then i have another like i use a rubber stamp to put in lines with times then i okay. have another row of lines and times for appointments after the partial closes mm-hmm. um and next year it won't be so important that i keep track of those things but we'll get into that in a few minutes um but so like the the dated confidant has worked perfectly for that. And so this year Barefig sent me a copy of their dateless. And I love the idea of dateless calendars because like Lenore I often will not use a planner for weeks at a time. <clears throat> it's been different than that because I have to use one for work, so my like my day job like I consistently schedule client appointments i consistently record um my schedule at work that's Mm -hmm. that like i have to do it there's no there's no way around it i can't keep my client appointments like oh johnny joe blow like is supposed to be here at three o'clock i can't remember that next week like (laughs) i'm (laughs) gonna forget when johnny's appointment is and then i'll be that asshole that triple books oh i got three clients in the waiting room and then i get fired Um, Oh. But, Not funny, but funny. Yeah, uh, it happens. Not to me. I've I've double booked once. Mm. Um, unfortunately, one of the clients didn't show up. But that's beside the point. Um, like I have to use a planner and I have to be consistent about it. And the dated has worked really well. So the date list, like I've had a lot of fun going through with my with my rubber stamp and stamping in the time, the dates in it. Um, and next year because of how my schedule is, I won't have to remember. All of the times, like basically the only appointment I'll have after I get out of the partial program is four o'clock. I'll only have to remember that Jane Doe comes in at four o'clock on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I'll just have to be able to write in that one client's name. Um, but like, it's, it's an interesting concept, right? Like it's, it's, it takes the planner and makes it work. If like, say you have a project and you know, it's going to last for a month. Well, for that month, you open it up, you write in the month's worth of dates on the month at a glance, and then you fill out a month's worth of week at a glance. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I like that they did with this one is every day is the same size. So weekend... Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and it's necessary. Like, it's weekend days are, like, for me for my side hustle, like I have to know, I have to write down sometimes more information for my weekend days than I do for my weekly days, which is where I'm coming into like, so I have like my dated planner or now the dateless planner, the confidant for my day to day work life Monday to Friday. And then I'm using like their pocket planner for my weekends and side hustle. So basically like, I'm now using, actually, I just, I, I am, I don't really care about the dates. Like it's fall, it's September, it's fall. (laughs) We had, we we had cold weather and there are hurricanes. You can call it fall. So like I wrote in, like I, I filled it out for starting, um, the beginning of this month and basically I'm tracking my writing progress on it and the things that I'm planning on doing over the weekend. Like, you know, for today, record RSVP. And then the time. So that's, I don't know. I really like the little vanguards um, in almost in the same way that I like the dateless confidant. Because, say, I don't work for a couple of weeks. I can just move into, like, I can just write in the dates as I do use it. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm liking those. But that's, um, I'm getting kind of off track here. Um, (laughs) We're tangential. Yeah. So do you guys like calendars versus book style? Like what kind of style of uh, planner do you guys like?
1: Um, For me, I like kind of a hybrid like style, which is the only drawback to the the Baron Fig 16 week planners. Um, My ideal planner would be having the daily, but then before the daily having that two page, one month spread in a calendar form. Yeah, the company has that. Did you
0: get the What I can... Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Um, What I do is I I would like to have my analog planner look like my digital planner. So, like, I use Google Calendar. My wife and I both use it, and we share the calendar. And I can easily bring up Google Calendar, and based on color and shading, like, I can see what days I'm totally free, what days I have to work, what days she has to work. You know what I mean? So what I could do is for the daily write down, you know, the details like vacation, whatever, but then flip to the calendar and just see that, Oh, these five days that are highlighted in pink, I'm not available. It's just a very easy way to open up and tell someone whether or not you're able to do something. Um, and last, last school year, like fall, spring semester, my last semester or my last year of college, um, that was really helpful when I was using a, notebook eight and a half by 11 size planner type thing, because I would block out not just days, but I had hours. So then I could say like, Oh, I have class from like this time to this time. I have to meet this person this time to this time. And then very easily I could say, sure, I'm free at 4 PM on a Tuesday. Hmm. So, but right now in my life, since school's not a thing, I would love to have that daily slash monthly setup.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I mean, I guess I could print out. Uh, I'm sure you would know less. There's definitely probably pre-made um, small little calendar spreads that you can print out. Or I can just use my calendar stamp, but that's a little bit tinier than I'd like.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was thinking like like I have the calendar stamp and you could because in the back of that um, the little pocket va- Vanguard, the Dateless Vanguard, mm-hmm. they have those blank pages. Yes. You could just stamp in the monthly and then Mm -hmm. like, if there are like things that you need to highlight, you could just write them underneath sort of the way that I set up my pocket notebooks. Yeah, that's an option. I could play around with that. Um, there are other larger sized rubber stamps that you can get at Michael's. I mean, if you're making a trip anyway,
1: (laughs) Gina's going to hate me by the time this endeavor is over. I do have some extra money from a side gig, but, uh, yeah no, I'll take a look.
0: But like I think one of the th- the problems with rubber stamping a larger month at a glance on those pages is that you're gonna come into the gutter uh-huh um, and then it's not gonna print well over the gutter if you're rubber stamping. Yeah, true. Um, and you need a giant block to get it to print to print properly.-hmm mm. mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: so I oh sorry. No, go ahead. I was done. No. Um, so I've got kind of a hybrid deal. So for my whole life, I like having the week at a glance thing, the little book that I can carry in my bag. But at the beginning of every semester and at the beginning of every summer, um, I print out. I've actually, this is how old this is. I, I don't even know when I first set this thing up, but it's in a Quattro Pro spreadsheet. So I probably first started doing this. <laughs> In, in the mid nineties, probably. And, um, it's a spreadsheet that's set up with as long of a calendar as you want. And like, it's got the, it's got four lines, four rows in the spreadsheet per week and then columns for the days. I actually put a picture of it in the, in the group. And the master is just set up with a one in the first space. And then as you go across, it's plus one in each space. And then when it goes down to the next line, it adds one to the previous end of the week, right? So that it calculates the dates. But, um, when I make one for the semester, I copy that whole page, paste it into a new page, and then go in and put the first date, the the first date of each month in. And what that lets me do is put an entire calendar for a semester on one eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper because And I always have Monday as the first column because I need the weekends together. Like, I, you know, if we're going out of town on a weekend, I need to not have to pay attention to the Saturday is over here, but the Sunday is over here. Like, it's just more than I can cope with keeping track of. And then what that lets me do is for whatever classes I'm teaching and whatever the school breaks for us are and whatever the school breaks for Spawn are and whatever trips we're taking, you know, I can like plan the entire semester, uh, exams for whatever classes I'm doing so that I make sure I don't have two exams in the same week because I can't get them graded and turned around. So that's been a tool that I've been using for probably close to 20 years. And I just print it off on, you know, usually on a piece of color paper at the beginning of the semester. And I always write on it in pencil so I can erase things and move them around and if I, you know, if I have it on a piece of colored paper, I can find it on my desk really easily. And then that's what I use to generate the course calendars that I hand out to my students for my courses, you know, where they've got their schedule. So this semester, I've got two sections of a Monday, Wednesday class, and then one section of a Tuesday, Thursday class that also has stuff on Wednesdays, you know, so I'm like trying to juggle all of that and put it into course calendars that I can hand out in the class. In the Monday-Wednesday class, they only have Monday and Wednesday on their course calendar. But planning that, being able to have something that lets me see the entire semester at once is essential, and I haven't seen a product like that, where I've got, you know, basically like 20 weeks on one page.
0: I'm surprised someone hasn't figured out a commercial way to do that, or if they're I'm surprised there aren't also, like, Google spreadsheets,
2: like a template for that. Or well, there might be Doc. now. Yeah, but not back, yeah. But I don't need it, because I've got mine that, got I've- yours, yeah. that I've got, you know. Hmm. Well, makes sense.
0: So I used to use a calendar at my day job. I would, like, write in all of the, like, important things that were going to happen over the month and year and i would hang that up over my desk and then i would have my little weekly week at a glance on my desk and now obviously i can't do that <laughs> um because of confidentiality for the day job like i have a calendar i also don't actually have a desk as of yet um so i don't i don't have a place to call my own where i can actually i just use other people's calendars so i can't write on those either um But I have a, there there are calendars hanging up in every office. And then I have my planner that I use. And then for my little side hustle, I guess you can call it, I have my pocket notebook with the rubber stamp of the month at a glance. I don't do a year at a glance. I use like Google, Google calendar to keep track of things that aren't happening for like six months. So like doctor's appointments and things like that. When those get scheduled, I I plug them into my calendar right then and there. Plus I put in three announcements. I have it email me a week in advance, text me um, the day before, and then it pops up an alarm <laughs> a couple hours before the actual appointment. I missed an appointment once and then got billed for it, so that I never wanted that to happen again. Um, so I, let's see, we've talked about, we haven't actually talked about it, well, we've talked about it, like, round and about, all of the different setups, the daily, the weeklies, the week plus notes, month at a glance, year at a glance. I think that my favorite setup is the week plus notes that Moleskin uses. You guys familiar with Moleskine's setup?
2: No, I haven't seen that, but it sounds like something I would like.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, like, on the, on the left-hand page, you have the week all, all in one. And then the facing page has just a lined sheet of paper.
2: Oh, that s- sounds awesome, actually.
0: Yeah. And there was... Uh, do you guys remember that moleskin knockoff that Barnes & Noble had that was... It was like Echo something. I don't remember what they used to call it. It only lasted for like a year. They had like really, really fabulous planners... I think I have one downstairs somewhere, but, um, they didn't last for but they always did the whole week and then plus notes. And then at the beginning of every month, there was a monthly spread. Oh. Yeah. I
1: don't remember those. I mean, I worked at Barnes and Noble, but only for like
0: a year, so. Uh, It was, it was when I was still working at the market, I won't call them by their real name. Um, (laughs) so it was at least- A while ago. Yeah, seven or eight years ago, maybe. Yeah, no, I didn't work there then. And they were super brightly covered. They had these like soft touch, rubbery covers. Johnny on Erasables really liked them. I remember he and I spent a lot of time talking about them because they were really, really nice with pencil. Cool. Anyway, yeah. so I mean, we've kind of also talked about your favorite setups. Yeah, we did. Through
1: yep, talking about styles.
0: Yeah, round and about. So, do you guys do any DIY options like bullet journals or things like that? I've started actually.
1: Um, taking a page from you, Les, you posted. I don't know if it was this past week or maybe the week before. Your very simplistic bullet journaling style. Yep. Um, and I started doing that with some self care stuff, like mm-hmm. like in reverse order of how I should be, um, I have no problem completing tasks. I have problems taking care of myself. So, um, you know, using a bullet journal format for that is actually, has actually been helpful. Because sometimes I'm in moments where like, I actually can't remember some self-care techniques. So if I pre-write it down, I can say, oh, like I have this, that I can do. And I kind of use it that way. And it's also a good way for me to track on what day um, I did these things and match that up with the the DIY thing I have for my mood tracker. Um, I've been really kind of being mindful of of how I've been mood wise. So for the mood tracker, I made it real simple because I've seen on Instagram and all these things people use like different kind of colors they they have all these symbols and they have these bar charts and pie charts and i just it's too much so i just created this own bullet journal styley mood tracker in the sense of i have like five different moods from horrible to great Mm -hmm. and in-betweens um And I just track it very briefly at the end of every day. I have this little notebook on my nightstand. And then I can see, like, oh, if I had this day where, like, I felt kind of crappy, oh, look, I didn't do anything in regards to self-care, you know, taking that moment to go for a walk or, you know, working on some art or reading a book or playing a video game. So I can kind of – it's really helped me see what it is that i'm not doing but also what it is i am doing so that's kind of been my do it myself lately i've just really been into this mental health wellness kind of kick although it shouldn't be a kick that should just be a life skill um (laughs) (laughs) but it's been super helpful like because like you said way earlier less like this reading books about habits i'm done with that because usually they start out with you think they're good and then they drop in something like First thing is to eat healthy and find a higher being or something. And like, that's not, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, it's not helpful. This has been really, really good because I can take that into therapy and be like, look at this book, you know, look at where I struggled and then we can go from there. So that's how I've been doing it myself. Um, You know, since I don't have school to track, might as well track my mood and and my habits. Um,
0: Mm.
1: I'm like two weeks in and I'm already kind of noticing a difference. So
0: that's great. So um I I'm, I'm planning on doing a blog post about this but one of the things that I I didn't know if I was going to continue with the confidant planner style or if I wanted to do a DIY style or not. So I started like I grabbed one of the uh failures for the comp- composition notebook roundup that I do every year and I just started like ruling off pages and putting in, like, do I want five days if I'm just using it for work? I don't need to have the weekends in there. Do I want all the weekend weekend days in there? So basically, I did one page, the, like the left-hand page for notes, and then the right-hand page for basically like a bullet journal list style where I could enter in the groups that I ran that day and then also the clients that I would be seeing. And tested it out with a bunch of like different rubber stampings and pens and whatnot and colors. Um and so I might actually test that out at the beginning of the year and see if I like it, but I don't really want to have like a bunch of different I I'm 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 wedded to the confidant at this point. I'm not I ended up thinking that like a five-day spread, if I'm only using it for work, would work better and that would give me a nice um spot for a to-do list at work like do I have to fill out transfer paperwork or termination paperwork send letters what do I have to do for my day job so anyway um yeah I, I just think that there are a lot of different like I got a lot of inspiration from all of the bullet journal hashtags that I found on Instagram but so many of them like they're so complicated and I am. I'm, I don't want to make my planner pretty. I just want to make it functional. Like I find, right, like rubber stamping things and then writing numbers down. I find that soothing. Like it's actually creating spreads like that in my in my pocket notebook and then in a um, composition notebook. That's very soothing to me and it's relaxing. There's something about the repetition of writing down one through thirty or one through thirty one over and over and over again that is very calming. But then when you start, like, I'm going to do calligraphy. Well, what if I screw it up? Like, my handwriting, you guys have seen my handwriting. It, it's <laughs> what awful? if it's not beautiful? Right, how am I going to, like, I can't post any of my stuff for work on Instagram anyway. Even if I, like, blurt out everyone's names, that would be unethical. But um, my point being, like, I, like, my handwriting's terrible. That's one of the reasons that I rely on rubber stamps for dates and stuff is because half the time I can't read the numbers that I write down. But, um, yeah, like I was going through the Dateless Confidant. I screwed it up in a couple of places. I looked at the wrong calendar, wrong year for a month. And so I wrote it all in incorrectly. Then I was like, I would get to start writing in the, in the weeks. I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. The first doesn't fall on a Monday for that month. And then I'd have to go back and, and fix it. And it was just, I don't know. I should have used pencil. But I used all kinds of pretty colors of pen. But I guess that's, like, a downside of, like, a dateless planner. Even though I really like them. Anyway, I kind of, I feel like we've gotten, like, to everything we could possibly talk about about planners. Without actually saying, like, specifically, buy this, I buy this. Or, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, it's like, I like the dateless confidant for work. But outside of that, I am 100% DIY for my needs. I agree. And bullet journals are kind of where it's at. So are we tapped out?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out.
0: Okay. So I want to thank everyone for being a part of the RSVP community. Both on Facebook and on Twitter and everywhere else. It's just really wonderful to log into the garbage fire that is the internet. And interact <laughs> with a group of kind and wonderful people. You all make the face fake. Make the Facebook. What is that? Uh, all right, I'll fix that. You all make Facebook a meaningful experience, and I just want to thank everyone who continues to support us, and people who have joined the Facebook group, but people who also interact with us on Twitter. I really appreciate it. If you have a chance, please head on over to iTunes and give us a review and a rating. It really does help others to find us. I don't know how to read them all. I know that there's a way that we can log into iTunes and read all of our reviews, but I can only see the most recent, the most five recent reviews. So everyone who's gone over there and reviewed us and given us a um, five-star rating, I really appreciate it. And thank you so much. If you've already reviewed us on iTunes, think about maybe sending out a tweet or posting a message on Facebook where people can uh, see it and maybe you can introduce more people to RSVP. You can find the podcast at rsvpstationarypodcast.com. Our RSS feed is feeds.feedburner.com. RSVP Stationary Podcast. If you want to follow us, through some other means other than itunes you can find me less at comfortable shoes studio.com facebook at comfortable shoes studio instagram and twitter at original lc harper d where can they find you you can find me d
1: at the dot on facebook instagram and twitter at the weekly pencil
2: and you can find me on Facebook through the RSVP stationary podcast page or the erasable podcast page. And, uh, you can, you, you can find me on Twitter. Like you can find my account, but I'm not going to be there. So, you know, <laughs> and,
0: <laughs> but the account is there. So hmm. people follow it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Bob. Thanks. <laughs>